0: let's get you up to date on forge fc this is focus on forge with anthony urcioli on the forge audio network hello my forge faithful anthony urcioli with you your digital host however wherever you may be listening and or watching this is the forge audio network and this is focus on forge if you are watching, the um, the new set is a, it's a little... It's under construction. We'll put it that way. Uh, but we're, we're going to work with what we have right now. And what do we have right now? It's focus on Forge. You're going to hear from head coach and technical director Bobby Smirniotis. Uh, you're going to hear from Chris Nanko, Noah Jensen, Kwesi Poku. We have so much to go over as Forge FC head to Edmonton this weekend. It'll be the final road match for Forge FC of the regular season. So they'll play Edmonton then they'll have three consecutive home matches and then it will be playoff time. First things first though Edmonton and first things first first big announcement Forge FC hosting the first in what will be an annual Spark Summit at Tim Hortons Field. Here's what that means. October 5th it's uh, before and actually part of the Forge FC Pacific FC match at Tim Hortons Field. On the, uh, it's a Wednesday night. In the City Lounge, the Spark Summit aims to connect professional women in sports business and inspire conversations around fostering uh, gender equity in sports and also shining a light on those who are leading the way across all sectors of the sports business. Um, it'll be hosted by Jacqueline Dory host and producer at CBC Sports. Um, Deirdre Dion, Olympic medalist and sports media executive. Andy Petrello, who soccer fans will recognize. Um, broadcaster with One Soccer. She's been with CBC, I mean Leafs TV, Raptors TV. Andy, Andy's done it all. And uh, Taylor McIntyre, who is a football coach at McMaster University. There will be a, a panel, Q&A, and um, also... Proceeds from the ticket sales will be donated to the Boys and Girls Club of Hamilton and Halton. So you can purchase tickets to this event. It's also a networking event, which is really cool. So you get to be amongst other professionals in the business, uh, chat, network. And there will also be a networking event uh, during the match when Forge FC and Pacific FC play that night at Tim Hortons Field. Really exciting event really hoping that you'll be part of it just head on over to foragefc.ca for more information or to purchase your tickets all right that should be fun now uh speaking of fun coming off uh, a win and a draw is fun if you're forge fc especially after a bit of a slide Quick look at the standings because um, that's what we're focused on right now. We know the club likes to focus on one match at a time, but we're we're fans. We we don't have to worry about that. We can look as far ahead as we need to, and we're going to do that. Atletico Ottawa still at the top of the CPL table. They played 25 matches out of 28. um, They have 42 points. Cavalry also at 25 matches. They are one point behind Atletico. And Forge FC has 40 points. So they're two points out of the top spot with a match in hand. Which means, we've been saying it for a couple of weeks now, Forge back in that position that they love, where they now get to control their own fate. Because a win with that match in hand puts them right into top spot all alone. So they are firmly in control right now, should they take that advantage. Uh, Valor... Hanging on in 4th place with 37 points. They're 3 back of Forge. And uh, Pacific and Valor are actually level. uh, Valor's in 4th, Pacific's in 5th. Top 4 make the playoffs. Pacific, though, has played 1 less match than Valor. Forge's opponent, though, this weekend, dead last in the CPL. Just 16 points in 25 matches. Just 3 wins on the season. But there are 7 draws in there. And anyone that's followed this league close enough... Edmonton gives clubs all kinds of trouble. I know what I know what we're looking at in the standings, but forget that for a second because it's a young club with not a whole lot to lose at this point in the season, and they play that low block to perfection. I mean, they defend as well as as anybody. So um, it's going to be a tough a tough sled for Forge and able to to find offense unless they show up and play the way they did um, against Pacific. And against Cavalry, the match before that. I caught up with Forage FC head coach and technical director Bobby Smirniotis this week. And uh, we talked about the final stretch here. I mean, it's kind of exciting. There's just one more away match before the end of the regular season. Yeah, you know it's been a little bit of uh, that stretch on these uh, on these road games. Uh, one more in Edmonton, and it's uh, it's going to be a tough one, and it's a very important one for us at this point of the season. You know, know we've got four uh, games left. Everything is is in our hands, and uh, this is going to be the next most important game, as we call it. Now, in that win against Pacific last match, we got a look at Chris Nanco. If you've been following this team from the start, Chris Nanco has been a huge cog in that machine that won back-to-back championships and then uh, made another final appearance the following season. So Chris Nanko, an integral part of this club, has had some injury woes this season. Some things were kind of uh, nagging. Um, and he's missed quite a bit of time Has the winger. And you know, Chris Nanko adds a different dimension to that Forge attack, which is already so deep. Nanko brings something a little different, different than the rest of the players, making him very valuable down the stretch here and in the postseason so finally now that he's healthy i was able to catch up with chris Nanco, and uh we talked to, we talked about a lot have a listen you're an upbeat positive guy with a lot of energy but it, has it been a frustrating season for you yeah i mean
1: yeah i mean um you know it was uh it started off as a as an injury that wasn't going to take you know that long maybe like a month or so but then um you know it's, it started to kind of reoccur and things started to, to happen and it, it was longer than expected um so yeah it, it gets a little bit frustrating you know when you see you know the guys out there uh training every day playing games and stuff like that and you want to be a part of it uh you want to help your team win and stuff so uh, it gets a little frustrating when you see those games um tick down and stuff so um uh, so yeah I, th- I think it was it was a difficult time um uh, but you know now I'm back, I'm healthy, I'm trying to stay healthy and finish off the season strong.
0: How important is it to find those kind of mental supports when you're going through something like that? And you're such a big part of those two championship teams and uh, to not be out there w- with your team, is there, you know, do you need that support system? Do you, do you go to teammates? Do you go to family, friends?
1: Yeah, I mean, I have, yeah, family and friends and, and obviously my teammates are, are pushing me to, to get back onto the field and stuff, uh, you know, the coaching staff and, and, and whatnot, so um, yeah, obviously I, I have those things in my life and I'm lucky to have those things in my life. Um, and yeah, that's it's greatly appreciated from, from the people that, that surround me. Um, but yeah, you definitely need those things uh, and and just try to remember to take it one day at a time and you know, eventually you're, you're going to make it to where you want to be.
0: Uh, w- when you're watching, do you get a unique perspective at times of the club? What's been your assessment of the team and the season to this point?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think uh, the season has been it's been a good season. I think we we had a slow start. We usually have a slow start. It's just the, the Forge way. But, uh, uh, you know, we, we start to pick things up. Um, and yeah, I think a, a lot of teams are, are really trying to focus on um, the way Forge plays and uh, what they can do to stop us. And, uh, you know, when they play uh, each other and stuff like that, it's not as much um, tactically. They're not as much tactically sound and, and, and stuff like that. So. I think a lot of teams uh, come here to play us like it's a, like a championship game, um, so you know I think we've gotten the best out of um, out of the opponents when they come here to play, and yeah, but I think we've done well. You see, you see um, like our record and stuff. You see where we are. Uh, we have the opportunity to to jump into first place, um, and then you see the amount of goals we're scoring this year, um, and that's a big thing. The our our goals for um, compared to our goals against. Um, and yeah so you see we're, we're doing really good it's just uh, a matter of taking it up one more notch and, and you know jumping to first place and and um, making the playoffs and, and solidifying our spot uh,
0: a lot of depth on this club and you mentioned the attack um, a lot of quality attackers on this club what do you I mean we, we've watched you but just in your assessment what do you bring that maybe um, not different but what do you add to the lineup is it the paciness um, what kind of skill set
1: yeah, I think uh, what I bring to the lineup is a lot of energy, um, whether it's being a starter or being subbed on. Um, you know, I think I, I make a lot of runs in behind. Uh, I take on defenders 1v1. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I'm, so I would say it's uh, like a problem for, for defenders, especially throughout the game when, when defenders start to get tired and stuff like that. So um, I think, yeah, me running in behind stretches the lines and, and can provide space for other other teammates on the field. Um, And break down defenders, uh, break down defensive lines. So um, I think that's what I'm going to be focused on uh, when I'm getting more minutes, and and try to help the team out as best as I can.
0: Uh, Final road game. It's it's against a a club that's tough, difficult to get points against. When you look at the rest of the season now, it's one more road match, and then three straight at home, and then the playoffs. Um, You have to like the position that the club is in right now.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a a good position that we're in. Uh, It's just a matter of winning the games and because if we don't win the games, we can easily end up in a, in a bad position, right? So the league is very, the stats are very close, um, uh, within the table. Um, so yeah, we have to take advantage of uh, our, our chances and it starts with the next game.
0: Okay. And lastly, just your assessment on the young guys, uh, this season, uh, you saw Noah step in last game, uh, Quace, he's gotten some minutes, uh, your assessment of the, the youth that's been injected into this club this season.
1: Yeah. I mean, Bobby and, you know, the coaching staff, they've always been big on, on the youth development, um, you know, I'm, I'm a product of it as well. Um, I think that the young guys that we've had this year have played big roles for us. Uh, you see guys like you mentioned, Noah and Quasey, and they've gotten a lot of minutes and they've done well with those minutes. I think at, at times, Noah, when Noah comes on off the bench or gets a start, I think some, t- some of the games he's played, he's been the best player on the team. Um, you know, Kwesi, a, a lot of energy, uh, you know, the long strides, gets, gets down the line. Um, you know he's very pacey it's hard for defenders to keep up with him and i think um, he he shows uh, great spurts of of quality and i think it's just him a matter of him keeping his confidence up and and showing what he can do because he does it day in and day out in practice and he just needs to he just needs to keep doing it as well in the games
0: nanko and i touched on well i mean i asked the question nanko uh, with his brilliant answers touched on kwesi poku and also noah jensen who two young players um, and let's, I mean, those aren't the only young players that have stepped up this season. I mean, Paseas is, is an obvious one. Uh, you know, Malik has been a huge part of this club on the back line, especially when they were battling through some injuries. So, uh, listen, for Forge, the, the, the youth movement for a club, a veteran club that has championship aspirations every single year to be able to also develop players. I mean, that's a luxury. Because a lot of times you, you don't get that benefit. If you're a veteran club um, and you're a championship level club, you don't always have the room for young players to step in. But the young players have such quality that they can be trusted. You heard the trust that Nanko has, has in them as a veteran. Uh, we've heard other veterans on this club talk about how much faith they have in the group, the young players. Of course, uh, of course the coaching staff, Bobby Smirniotis. Plenty of confidence in the young players, and I mean that's evident. He proves it every week when he gives them the minutes that they get. Um, so I talked to Noah Jensen and Kwesi Poku this week, and um, I talked to both about their development. First, though, Noah Jensen, who filled in for the suspended captain Kyle Becker, and um, he did not look out of place at all. As as you heard Nanko say, oftentimes he looks like the best player on the field on the field. Uh, here's Noah Jensen talking about his development this season, his first as a pro.
1: Yeah, undoubtedly, I've learned. I've learned a lot, and you know, there's a lot of guys in, in this locker room that I can learn from. And looking back at the beginning of the season, it feels like a forever ago that you know we were at Pacific playing the first game, and kind of from that point up until this past weekend, I mean, there's been a lot of growth, not from me, but our whole team. And I think that right now we we can only continue growing and be at our best going into the playoffs.
0: Are there certain areas of your game that you think you need to focus on, um, or is it more of just a holistic, all-around type approach?
1: Um... Yeah, I think every day I can continue to get better, you know, whether one day I'm working on, you know, my passing, my shooting, whatever, I can get 1% better at everything
0: each day, and I think that's just kind of the attitude I need to keep going forward. All right, Noah helping shore up the midfield for Forge FC. Quasi Poku shoring up the flanks. As a fullback slash... I mean, it's almost, when you're a fullback on Forge FC, it's more of a wingback type role because of how involved you're expected uh, to get in, in the attack. And here's Kwesi Poku. It's been a learning curve. Young guy. Big year for him. He's played for Canada this year. Um, he's played some meaningful minutes for Forge and will continue to get those meaningful minutes. Here's Kwesi.
1: I'd say it's definitely been good. It's been a learning experience. As, you know, high points... Low points but i feel like uh as a whole i've i've developed a lot i feel like i've gotten one percent better every day and that's the attitude i've had every time i've came into training i put in the effort and i feel like the results are starting to show on the field my game's maturing and yeah that's that's my summary
0: yeah the position as a whole playing fullback um it's it can be unique on this club there's a lot there's a lot of um interaction with with the wingers and a lot of you know front foot type play do you feel like The style that this club plays suits your skill set as a fullback?
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, the fullbacks have a very attacking role. I feel like they're not true fullbacks. They have a very attacking role, midfield role, and defensive. So they're really all over the place. So I really feel like I get to display my talents everywhere on the pitch, which is good for me.
0: All right, Forge fans, so much content for you. Uh, That's already dropped, and that's coming up. Um, Behind the Beard made its return this week with head coach and technical director Bobby Smirniotis. Um, All the interviews you've heard, you can listen to them in their entirety at ForgeFC.ca. You can also get them by following ForgeFC on social media. And don't forget, subscribe either via podcast or on YouTube because uh, we have a match day preview coming up with Forge taking on Edmonton this weekend. Also three keys to the match and following that match against Edmonton, you'll have your match in review. Plenty of forge content, plenty of ways to listen and or watch. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Anthony Urgioli and focus on Forge. Subscribe on
0: Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts to the Forge Audio Network.